everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Chuck. And I am Will. And today we're talking about the second episode of the book of Boba Fett. So, um, hmm. So over the past few weeks of everything that we've been reviewing, one of the main talking points has been nostalgia. Uh Uh-huh. And I feel like this is just going to add to that conversation. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, definitely. I think we've we're, we're kind of walking in an area where, I mean, it's 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 Star Wars, so of to course it's going to be nostalgic. Huts. Like to bring back two random like and their twins and. Mm, uh, it's it's not so much nah. a bring back now. Again, this this does come from you who haven't watched. Um, you haven't watched any of the Clone Wars or anything like that. So these characters have been around and they're kind of a big deal. Um, Fine. So, I mean, the thing, we've always known that the huts are huts, not just one single one, so it wouldn't be so surprising that the rest of his family would come by and like, well, we're going to take this over, you know, so... Yeah, but five years later, it took them that long? So, yeah... Well, because it, it, they heard that they, they might have trusted Bib Fortuna, because he was still there, or at least to a level or a degree, but <clears> this <throat> random guy comes in and he's not ruling the way that everybody else is, it's causing concern, if they heard about that, they'd be like, okay, we're taking over. I feel like this is just kind of shoehorned in because, all right, so we have these twins and they come into the, you know, they're coming into the story and we really don't have a whole lot of information about the huts after, well, we don't really know, but like you look at the, you look at the sequel trilogy and there's nothing despite the mm-hmm. fact that this girl's on Tatooine. Absolutely like, not true because we did see the huts. We saw Jabba specifically on Tatooine. In the sequel trilogy? In the prequel trilogy. I'm not talking about the prequel trilogy. I'm talking oh, the about sequels. the sequel trilogy. Yeah, I, I suppose. Because this, because this is taking place in between. This is taking place in between, so we might see maybe an end of any of the Hutt's rule at this point. That's why and, I feel like it's shoehorned in, because you really don't get any of this, especially in something like Force Awakens. Like, I feel like yeah. her being on Tatooine, the way that it ends on Tatooine, that would have been a perfect place to, like, establish this all over again, well, instead of just, like, in a random episode of a television show. Here's what we have to remember. Dave Filoni and John Favreau had nothing to do with the sequel trilogy, and if they did, we probably would have seen more of this. So the, so we're, we have to remember that just because Disney has their stamp on it, doesn't mean, I mean, as we've seen between Abrams and Johnson, that not everybody saw eye to eye and wanted to keep things consistent. You know, we started off with like, hey, we introduced this character, Snoke. Oh, he's going to be cool. Who is he? And then he just gets cut in half in the middle of, of, of The Last Jedi. And it's like, oh, you just like poo-pooed all over that. And Last Jedi inter- it like brought in this love interest, Rose. And then in the last one, it was just tossed out. This whole thing about Rose, like he walks up, puts his hand on her, sh- on her shoulder and walks away. I'm like, what was that? So- I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm still, I still, I still don't really agree with what you're saying. I think if you're going to like build a universe like this, the least that you can ask for is a little bit of continuity between between you know despite who's directing despite who's producing i think the least you can ask for is some continuity yeah absolutely but that's not gonna happening listen listen if you're dave well there is roughly 25 years between this and last jedi not last jedi um force awakens so there's a good amount of time between this time like 20 years yeah what Say like yeah, like twenty years or so. Yeah, like yeah. twenty-five years. So but a lot could have happened. Um, my point. The only part about this was, if they took out the first, it, it seems like where they're going with this is the 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 
present of Boba Fett and what he's doing is kind of the secondary story right now. His past yeah. right now is the primary story, and that was the premise of this entire episode. Which wow. I that that's and and again, like I said last week, that's the stuff that I really enjoy. Is his background, right. is the past stuff that's going on, like current day stuff, and it's just mm-hmm. it, it. And even this week, and I said the same thing last week. It feels like very cut by numbers. Here's the new baddie of the week, mm. and we got pretty much the same thing here. So I. I it's the, the 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 what's going current day Boba Fett and what he's doing as like ruler of of this region on Tatooine ain't working for me. But everything that goes on in his past, like everything that happened in this episode with the Tusken Raiders, I, I loved, loved it. <clears throat> loved it. It was phenomenal. Because I was thinking it about was, it, was like it was, you know everything from when he gets into the the Batka tank, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. Batka, yeah. and he starts dreaming. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and remembering the past when it goes back to that from that point on, I loved the episode. Mm-hmm. Tr- I was yeah, kind of like, eh, up until that point from that, cause it even ends in the past. It doesn't end yeah. like present day Boba. It ends in the past. Yes. Um, so, so I, I, yeah. I was a- like 70, 30 with this episode because the last 70% was the past and it was awesome. It was mm-hmm. great. So, I mean, the only thing I was getting at as far as the whole Fets, or sorry, the Huts thing, is imagine you're Dave Filoni, who's been involved in Star Wars stuff for a while, and you're watching the sequel trilogy, and you're like, where are the Huts? Why aren't the Huts here? Like, why is there no mention of them? Why is there nothing happening here? They were kind of a big deal throughout a lot of this stuff, and they're even touching upon Tatooine, and there's no Huts. So, that's the only thing I'm thinking of, is, yeah, there's a level of continuity, but... Does that mean that because we want to keep continuity, we're not going to bring in, um, you know, the creative license of bringing in characters that could have been like a big deal? Like there's these big fat gangsters that um, just like ruled everything in the underworld in like a whole bunch of the galaxy. Yet we're just going to pretend they don't exist anymore because one of them's gone. And that was the only one we saw that was in like a live action sense. I mean, that's the only thing is I that's why I think Disney was talking about retconning stuff, because it's just like the, the sequel trilogy was just not not good. They tried to introduce way too much new stuff. But then again, they shoved all this nostalgia down our throat. And it's like, no, we just we just want continuity. We don't need nostalgia and we don't need new stuff as much as continuity. And we didn't get that with the sequel trilogy. So I wouldn't poo poo on this for not having continuity. I would poo-poo I would. on the sequel I would. trilogy. I, I, would, I would definitely poo-poo on, on current day Boba Fett for mm. there, not be, there being very little <laughs> continuity. And when you're talking about nostalgia, it's probably the reason why I'm enjoying a lot of a lot of his backstory and a lot of the past more than I am what he's going through current day because his past story feels new. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're establishing this character more so than, than they really, quite frankly, could. Like, they don't need to do this. They could very easily be like, okay, here he is, and we're moving forward, and he's the ruler, and here are all his trials and tribulations and what he has to do moving forward. But they're yeah, not but doing that's that, not which what I really want. appreciate. No, they're it's not going... what anybody wants. We all want to know how he got out and how, and how he's risen to where he's at right now, where he thinks he can go ahead and run, you know, a crime family, basically. Well, we kind of know all that now. Yeah. Yes, that's what we're getting. So, <laughs> but, um, Yeah. So the know. episode is actually titled The Tribes of Tatooine, which of course is referring to um, what? Nothing. The fact that it's been like 20 minutes and we still haven't even no, got no, to the no. title? Just the title, the title of the episode, The Tribes of Tatooine. Yeah, so I think the focus is obviously, as we talked about, it's more on the past. 
So I think they're just talking about the different tribes of, I mean, there's different tribes of all the different species, but mostly the Tusken Raiders. We see that there's different types of Tusken Raiders, and these ones really, it's kind of like the old Amish and the new Amish, where there's the Amish that will, you know, they'll kind of like bend some of their rules a little bit, but then the other ones are just like, no, 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 we just, we just stick to what we stick to and we don't go anywhere else. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So you know, I, I watch or like this the Mandalorians, the- for example. <clears throat> so I watch this and I'm not, this doesn't change how I feel about it. But when I watch this whole, what he, everything he goes through in this episode, all I thought of was dances with wolves. Yeah. It's the exact oh, yeah. same story. It's yeah. the same. Well, it's it's, it's dances. It's dances. Wolf, wolves, again. avatar, fern gully. It's all of them. I mean, yeah. I mean, Pocahontas, basically, that's what um, Avatar was, was a, co- a combination of, like, Pocahontas slash um, Dances, Dances with Wolves with meets Wolf, Fern right. Gully. It was the same exact, it was, that's, what it, that, that's what it was. And this is the same type of thing. You go on, you're, you're in there, you become part of the tribe, and then you help them out, you defeat the bad guys, and they trust you. Okay, cool, that's, alright, I guess we're done talking about this episode. No. So, um, one thing that I think is interesting that they've brought up a lot in here, um, and, I, and maybe it's because of the success, or the success of um the video games um shadows of the empire there's one cool thing that they do on shadows of the empire and they have this scene where you're basically chasing a train and you're running from like platforms of a train trying to catch up to the front and it's like get on this track before that track ends and this and that and if you've noticed like we've been seeing a lot of like space trains since solo like it's it's been like a cool thing they've been they've been doing a lot of these like train heists you know and obviously, if we're doing a show that's got like a Western feel to it, somebody going around into the saloon and taking people out, which, again, we see here, just like in Mandalorian, um, why not have a train robbery scene? It's, it's just, it just fits with the Western feel, and we get that again here. Now, um, who, who directed this episode? Do we remember? Did, was it Rodriguez again? Um, I didn't even check. I, I, rem- I, I was going intro, to. But- I totally... <laughs> Well, it's usually the outro that tells you who directed it, but I totally just like spaced and didn't look at it. Um, I don't think I watched the outro. I think as soon as the episode was over, I um, yeah, shut it off and went to sleep. Well, the outro. Oh no, Steph Green directed this episode. Okay, okay. So it, it did it did feel different than than the first episode. Um, but basically, the whole thing picks up like right after um, Fennec grabs that that. Uh, <gasps> That assassin, right? So they're at Boba's palace. I'm gonna call it Boba's palace. It's formerly Jabba's, but it's now Boba's. At least that's what he thinks. Um, and he's got this prisoner there, and he's asking like, "Who sent you? You know, why are you here? You're not gonna talk to me." And finally, the prisoner looks up and says, "Ichuta." All right, right. great. So now let's talk about the history of Ichuta, please. So this. Um, <laughs> Well, let's think about it. The first time we heard it was hilarious, right? You've got um, our uh, C-3PO, and I think they were in Cloud City, right? So it's an empire. And he's walking by, and he goes, oh, there's a familiar face, and it looks like another protocol droid. And he turns and looks at him and goes, Ichuta. And he goes, oh, that was so rude. And then, you know, moves on. And we wondered for the past 30 years, what does that even mean? And then the next time we hear it is in the first ever episode of Mandalorian, where he goes right into that saloon, or whatever you want to call it, and that guy goes, Ichuta, Mando, but they, they subtitled it as Hey. Hey, Mando, or something like that, right? I think it was Hey. But it was, it was like something very, like, it, it wasn't anything descriptive, wasn't anything definitive or conclusive, is what I'm looking for. And so I was like, okay, well, 
so I looked up something recently, and what I'm getting here is Ichuta, um, it's Huttese, which Huttese is used a ton in Star Wars. It's also, if you guys remember, and I remember years ago watching it, but in Men in Black, remember the worms? They spoke Huttese. Wanga! Bisto de Buakwa! Like, they were, Are you I'm sure like, about this? Positive. Positive. Like, is this written somewhere uh, other oh, yeah. than, like, no, your own headcanon? Yes, it's an Easter egg. They're actually, they're actually, it's an homage to Star Wars when they did Men in Black. Okay. It's, so I think it's pretty funny, because I'm like, that sounds so familiar, and then, then one day I was like, oh, wait a second. Yeah, that's straight up Hatties. So, um, you can look it up, and just like people learn Elvish and Klingon and all that stuff, you can learn Hatties. Hatties, Ewok, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I can, I can barely speak English, so I'm not gonna. This is true. Try to, this is true. No, yeah, yeah. Um, Chapa Chawa is pod races, uh, just you know. Um, and Chowbasa, Chowbasa is welcome. So we, I'm gonna open up our next episode with Chowbasa to another episode of Black and White Reviews. You anyway, do that. I will do that. Please, and don't that just do that. makes me. <laughs> so do that on the next Star Wars episode. Well, yeah, that's what we're doing here. Star Wars, right? Anyway, so <clears throat> he's there, and they're basically trying to get the information out of this guy. Um, he's not saying much besides that, which, I mean, Ichuta means, it, it's, it's not definitive, but it could mean anything from, I mean, like, get out of here, I'm not talking to you, um, you know, some expletives we might not want to say out loud. That's what I always thought. But I always it's, thought it's, it was it's, just it's, an it's expletive like, you know, insult. It's like bugger off, you know. Bugger F off, off whatever. Off. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's definitely so they're, some, so they're so they're they're using British slang. Well, I mean it could be that too, but I'm saying like we don't know what it is. Exactly. It's basically saying it it, it's basically saying leave me alone. Or um in Spider Man Far From Home, Bo. They're just saying Bo. You know, that that remember how that went nowhere in Far From Home? Like she said it twice and the guy gave her a look and then she just never brought it back up again. It seemed like it was gonna go somewhere, but it just didn't. Anyway. Sure. That is that. So, um, the guy's not talking. Find out, or um, Fennec knows that he's the order. He's from the Order of the Nightwind, which is basically like this crazy assassin, you know, group. They fear no man. He's like, fine. Well, let's see if he fears the Rancor, and tosses him into the Rancor pit. You know, very much like you know we've seen this before in Return of the Jedi. Thing opens up. He goes down. The whole platform slides forward so they can watch. Now I'm laughing because I'm just like. They don't even have a Rancor. The Rancor died. And yeah, there's no way dead. that they would have gotten another Rancor. It didn't oh seem like God. anything was happening there because um, Bib was just kind of hanging out by himself. Like, it wasn't like a party going on there or anything else. He's just sitting there I alone. Was, I was honestly waiting for a Rancor to appear. Like, I was ready to rip this episode apart if they actually did it. Right, but they didn't. Like, so I'm just like, I know why they would didn't. it be I'm, there? I'm and it was super happy that they didn't do it. Oh, I know. Just like, it was epic. So it just right feels there, like it just feels like something Disney would have done. Like we're gonna bring another Rancor. Like oh, oh we'll probably see another this isn't Rancor the MCU. at some point. This is not the MCU. <laughs> they're not gonna re. They're not gonna um, revive everybody. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, no, but I'm pretty sure like the Rancor that we saw in Jedi, it isn't the only one. I'm pretty sure there's another one out there. And I was oh, just absolutely. kind of waiting. I was just kind of waiting for like, okay, Disney's gonna do this again. Like uh, they brought the Huts back. Why yeah, I'd like, another, I would like, like to see. I would like to see another Rancor. Eh, I'd I like to see mi- another one. I wouldn't mind it. I was just like, not in this setting. 
It would be, too, it would be too dumb I, if it just, like, oh, it they got into the rancor. It would stupid if they actually did it. That's why I'm saying right. I was ready to rip this episode apart. Like, yeah. they're, they're, they're really going to go here. They're really going to do this. No. Okay. So he's down there. The, the gate starts opening up, and he's freaking out, which is funny because, you know, he thinks it's there, and we all know there's, there's no way there's a rancor in there. Right. So he starts yelling, the mayor, the mayor sent me. Let me out. He opens up. There's nothing in there but a mouse, like like an actual like earth mouse. Yeah. Which I thought was hilarious. She's a rat. It's great. <laughs> just just hanging out. I'm like, okay, cool. So at that point, you know, we're moving on. They start walking through town. You got the onlookers kind of giving them the evil eye. Like, we're still looking at them like, how come this guy's walking around here? Like, he's not going to make it. Like, he doesn't even have a litter. Like, he's got no power. He, he, he thinks he can, you know, run this. Like, everybody has the same attitude about him. Everybody. And I'm wondering two things. Um, because it's, again, it's a second episode. We're still not seeing anybody have any respect for him, which is what he's trying to rule with. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's obvious that nobody believes in him. Now I'm wondering if this is just trying to throw us off because he's got something up his sleeve or it's just kind of obvious that everybody else knows what's going on and he's going to get totally sidetracked, you know, like which way are we going to go in this seven episode series? Like, are we going to see him actually go somewhere with it because he's got something up his sleeve or are we going to see him get his butt handed to him? Okay. Yeah. There's, there's a third option. The third option is this entire region. These people just watched him get dealt with and his Mm -hmm. henchmen took care of everything for him. Mm -hmm. So what respect does he have, sir? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it, it, to me, it's just like this guy has a massively overinflated ego right now. Right, but that's so what you makes, just you just you just got dealt with. You 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 got knocked down, and then you sent you know paid help to 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 handle your business. You did nothing. Right, but I'm talking about what's go, what's going to happen at the end of this season or series or whatever. Like, what is the outcome of this? Are people going? Is he going to do something that's going to surprise people and make them pay attention, or is he going to get his butt handed to him and he runs off and says, "Never mind, that was a bad idea." I think. They're doing a good job just kind of throwing us all, you know, these random bones that don't really lead to anything definitive. You know, with Man- I- with the Mandalorian, we kind of knew like, yeah, he's going to get his butt handed to him, but he keeps getting back up and doing the right thing. And we knew that he was going to, you know, keep going that direction and surprise people here. I don't know if that's the case. I think you know? that's and the I- case. I think I think <clears throat> the whole point of his um, adventures with the Tuscan Raiders was to show that he will perform a selfless act, mm-hmm. which is kind of what I think we're leading to here. Like he's going to perform somewhat of a selfless act to protect to or not protect, but to help all these people in a way that nobody's really expecting him to. That's, yeah, but is, yes, yes. is what he right. did though with the Tuscan Raiders a selfless act, honestly, or is it his way of getting in so he can get out? I think it's pretty well established that he could have gotten away any time that he wanted to, but mm-hmm. they did Especially a really good job. Especially when he got the bike and he could have just left. Yeah, they could have. They <laughs> did a really good job of making the Tuscan Raiders very sympathetic. So I think For the first a lot time of ever going into it. Okay, what did they do that was so bad? Um, well, they attacked Luke for no reason. They, they attack every they attack everything that goes by, even when they're not even messing with them. They were they shoot, were scared. they were shoot they were shooting at pod racers. For no reason. They, they attack anything that comes nearby. That, okay, so you're talking about that scene in Phantom Menace. Yeah, where they're doing yeah. the pod race. Weren't yeah. they just hired to do that for theatrics, like, within I don't, the pod race? I didn't I think, think so, so at all. Really? Well, they also they, killed just Anakin's them. mom. Okay. All right, I forgot about Anakin's mom. Yeah, and then and there they was also, no reason for that. Um, even in A New Hope, you know, 
I always, I don't know, I always go back to New Hope when I think of Tuscan Raiders, and I'm just they're like, the ones they, that were, they were they kind of scared They blew up C3PO in New Hope. Yeah, you're right. You're okay. All right, fine. I, I'm, I'm, I'm walking that back then. Fine. Yeah. You guys are right. You guys. Are Was right. there now? I'm, I'm wondering now. I don't want to confuse this. Um. <clears throat> Was there a line somewhere where somebody says something along the lines, kind of like Kyle Reese said to Sarah about the Terminator, like they can't be bargained with, can't be reasoned with? I thought there was something like that in Star Wars about how they were. Like I thought, I thought maybe like uh, you know, Obi Wan Ben. It, it sounds like something, something that Obi Wan said in New Hope. Yeah, and I think that's what they were kind of going to stick with for years. And here they're finally showing us another tribe that's you know has honor as opposed to the others that have kind of gone off. And that's what we're kind of getting at. So, hey, so. not all Tuscan Raiders are bad. I mean, we don't want to be racist here. So that's what they were kind of getting at. And I, and I think, as we've seen in so many other things, what they've been doing with a lot of stories now is, let's look at Cobra Kai, for example. The bad guy isn't really the bad guy. Who is the bad guy? You know, like, who are the enemies, really? Like, now we're seeing other sides. So, same with the Tusken Raiders here. We're seeing another side of the Tusken Raiders we didn't get before. And we're starting to understand a little bit about how some of them, at least one tribe of them, operate. So, anyway. Um, so, they're going there by the onlookers. They're all looking around. They get to the mayor's office. You get this guy with the mullet stash. Okay. Like, that's... <laughs> it's just, he didn't seem to fit. He didn't seem to fit in it. But, I mean, but he was there. Um... So it's it's a character. He's a city hall clerk. His character was played by Galen Howard. Galen or Gallen. Howard. So mullet stash is there. He's like, there's no there's no room for you to come in. Um, sorry, all appointments are booked. And then the major domo comes out, and he's like, oh yeah. So he's pretty much booked for the whole for the whole week. So you're gonna have to. And they just blow right past him. And he, goes, excuse me, sir. I, I, I beg your pardon. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that this guy is just so like. Like meek, <laughs> yeah, and subservient. A little bit. It's funny because like he's, he's like, when we first were introduced to him and the way he was talking, he's like, oh, apologies, apologies. Like, he he was being very polite, but also being like a major jerk at the same time. And he's kind of like doing it here too, but it's like, but that's just how he is. He's just very subservient and does his job and then excuse me sir i mean uh, i beg your pardon sir <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't so much call him a jerk i would just say that this is just a guy who's doing his job exactly and oh. yeah i mean I, it's it's not like he's gonna like all of a sudden like pull out a lightsaber and like no, you know take somebody out so but he says that there he's like oh i didn't see your litter arrive again this is the second time we said we saw somebody say oh i didn't take you seriously because i didn't see your litter again so, um, blows past him, goes in and sees Mokshayiz, who, he's using, like, a translator device. Again, um, Robert Rodriguez does another voice again, so he does the voice for Mokshayiz. Mm. Um, he says, hey, I brought back your pet. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's a member of the Nightwind. And he goes, oh, so you admit it. And he's like, yeah. Well, they shoot him. He's like, oh, thanks for returning him. Yeah, they, they shouldn't be operating out here. That's illegal. Super <laughs> suspect. Yeah. Super suspect. Right. Look, so what what do you think was going on there? Here's a guy who was hired to do a hit job mm-hmm. and they could they're in a they're in a position right now where they could get a lot of information and a lot of answers and the mayor shoots him or or has him shot. It just okay. It just kind of seems like the mayor was just kind of trying to keep his mouth shut. Okay. Yeah, maybe. 
I don't know. It like he okay. he seemed smug, but he but then I feel like everything is trying to be a redirection. Like it would be pretty obvious it's the mayor because they set it up like that in the first episode where the guy was coming down. He's like, yeah, I'm not giving you a tribute, you know. Which okay, sounds like this guy's trying to be an enemy. Got it. Why um, kill him then? Why have him killed? Exactly. That's so why no I'm saying like they're. they're so hmm? Chuck, what did you say? So that way, no information gets leaked out. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking too. Like, there's there's, right. there's a very obvious reason why. Like, it's not just like this. This tribe of people are not allowed here, so it's automatic death. Like that seems a little bit weird. It seems more like. I think uh, that's the. Uh, I think gotta that's keep his the mouth shut. Scapegoat. That tribe of people yeah. are not allowed there. That tribe of people are not allowed there, but he hired them to come anyways. And the whole thing is, you know, it's kind of like the born identity. If you get caught, then, you know, we don't know anything about you or what happened. Pretty much. Exist. So he got caught, kill him, done. You know, now there's no existence. But <clears throat> it was that instead of, and he just used the, the, they were able to use the they're not allowed here as their scapegoat to why they killed him, even though it wasn't the real reason why. And later on, we find out, and the mayor sends him to some other to some other town or some other tavern, and it's oh, yeah, back specifically to, back so. It's specifically so that Boba Fett can come into contact or or come into face to face with the huts. Like the mayor knew that this was going to happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I think I don't know if it's a misdirect. I think it's pretty on the nose that the mayor is a little shady. Oh, definitely. It's very on the nose, and that's why I think it's a misdirection. So far, we haven't seen things that are just straight up and obvious like that, because that would just, that wouldn't be exciting. We'd like things that kind of like, oh, I didn't expect that. Oh, look at this. You know? So You I like mean, things that you don't expect? Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> I do. So when, so when the trailers give a misdirection, no, that's lying to us. But no, misdirection's okay in the episode, right? Absolutely. Okay. Lying okay. is different than misdirecting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. You can, you can, it's about context. If once you take something into, and if you can make something look like it's coming from a different context, you can throw people off and misdirect them. But if you're straight up saying something that didn't happen, like, hi, my name is Bob. And then you watch the movie and the guy's, hi, my name is Jeff. You're like, wait, his name was Bob in the trailer. That doesn't make sense. That's a straight up like different thing, but whatever. So, so, (laughs) (laughs) so this mayor has somebody shot that has a whole bunch of information, or or at least a little information that would be able to point Boba Fett in the right direction. The mayor has him killed. And then the mayor sends Boba Fett to have a face-to-face with the huts without telling him that the huts are coming. He's very vague about it. Well, yeah. And you think this is a misdirection. No. <clears throat> but he's not the big bad, is my point. No, not the big, big bad. bad. Not the big no, bad, but he's definitely, he's definitely Everybody a there is against him. Everybody there is against Boba Fett. Everybody. We're talking about uh, um, Garza. Um, See, I think um, I think yeah. he sent him. I think he sent him. He sent him to get to meet the huts, so that way now his issue is between the him and the huts. And if the huts kill him, it's kind of you know, it takes the attention of, off the mayor, right? And it's it's out of my hands at that point, basically. Yeah, you know, I'm handing you off, and in a roundabout way, the huts will take care of you. Now I don't have to, and I don't exactly. have to deal with you, you know, because you're not a threat, anyways. Um, and plus, how long has this guy been mayor? It, it, you know what? It, no it, it, in, in all honesty, it doesn't even matter how long this guy's been mayor. This, this, this character has been mayor there for quite some time, long enough to remember Jabba. So he probably has some familiar loyalty going on there as well. 
Of course. Oh, he's probably being paid off by the huts too. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, because the huts or, are probably the 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 huts are probably like if we're gonna look at D, like even Daredevil, the huts are gonna be like Wilson Fist to all the other people underneath him. Yeah. You know, the mayor's mm-hmm. not him yet. We're not there yet. Yeah. No. no. So he's talking. He's like, oh well. I'll give you a reward for his bounty. He's like, I'm not a bounty hunter. He's like, really? That's not what I've heard. Like they're just, they're just pooping on all over this guy. Cause that, I mean, he, the, he's, he's, he looks very much like a bounty hunter. Like he's not like, there is nothing about his attire that has changed since he's like taken power. He's just like, well, yeah, but regular... not all bounty hunters wear Mandalorian helmets and stuff. This is Boba Fett. Everybody knows Boba Fett to be a bounty hunter and he right. has changed nothing about his parents. So Absolutely. why wouldn't everybody think he's still a bounty hunter? Right. I know. I'm just saying, like, that's why they're getting there. They're all just getting under his skin. So, Boba just, like, says, you know, whatever. Like, well, I'm not going to take it for this, but I will take it as my tribute that you didn't pay me. It's just, it's so funny how he comes in there and just, like, he's trying to pull off this whole, like, macho, like, I rule this whole thing. When... You know, that's not who he is. So it's it's just funny that he's just like, and I expect all this money. Like, I expect you to do this. It's like, what did he do besides tell Bib to leave? How did yeah. he earn this? Like, he's trying to earn it. So he walks in and says, give me money because I sit on this seat. Okay. Whatever. You sit Kinda on the like, seat because um, you told the guy to leave. I don't know if either one of you ever saw Chronicles of Riddick, but the way that it ends, oh, like, yeah. you keep what you kill, like that whole thing. Mm-hmm. What you keep what you kill exactly yeah and yeah. when he sits in the seat then he realizes oh, he realizes he's like king right <laughs> so it could that, be I, kind of the same thing which, going on here that story went nowhere after that movie was over exactly yeah I don't I actually thought that Pitch Black was the better movie Pitch Black was so fantastic Pitch Black was the better movie yeah and then they much did, better they than Alone in the Dark sure they did Riddick after Chronicles of Riddick and it didn't even touch on the the Chronicles part like, at I, all. I thought they did another Riddick. one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that just kind of like, was that just like some kind of B movie when nobody cared and no, it, it didn't was go the anywhere. Third, it was the third part of the trilogy and he's on this off planet. Well, they're all <laughs> off planets, but he's on this lone planet by himself. And it's basically a mix of pitch black and Chronicles. Cause it tied, but it do- he's, it doesn't answer any of the questions of, you know, him being the, the ruler of that, those people the necromancers right like that's yeah. what they were called in the movie so yeah. they don't even touch about how he was not to my knowledge no i mean they may have like real quick but it's such a big part of his story to just glance <laughs> over it with even a one-liner it doesn't do it justice that's, that's so disappointing it's not even, yeah it's wicked disappointing that's disappointing wicked so <clears throat> as we're here um he's going on the whole tribute thing and the whole question comes down to, like, who really sent the night wind, you know, because he's basically saying I didn't do it, which I, I kind of believe he didn't do it, because why would he send him off anyway? Like, yeah, he'd shoot him because it looks like whatever, like you messed up. I'm going to shoot him. But again, this comes from the huts and works the way down. But the, yeah. he's like, he's like, so here's my tribute, some information, some advice. Running a family is a lot more complicated than bounty hunting. Again, it's just all they're all just digging on him saying, like, we don't have any respect for you you're just a dude who came in and told bib to leave got it yeah pretty much you know what what are you proving here so the only reason why bib was sitting in place i don't think bib was really ruling i think he was just a puppet for the huts so they were pretty much running it through him and that's why he sat there 
you know, people didn't really pay attention to Bib. They were just saying like, oh, he's in with the huts, so therefore we'll listen to him, you yeah. know, for the past five years or whatever. Yeah. So I love how fat he was, though. It was it was so it was way too funny to see him just a big fat bib. <laughs> anyway, so they go to Garza's sanctuary there again. You know, we see Jennifer Beals, not just Jessica Beal. Jennifer Beals is there and she's like, oh, you didn't hear about this yet. The twins have laid claim on their late cousin's bequest, basically saying, yeah, they're on their way and they're going to rule in his stead. How convenient. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well. So we we hear the takes drums. Takes five years to get two miles. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, I don't, I, I don't even. I'm not. That's not really what I'm saying. Like, well, I think it's, it's really about convenient. It's <clears throat> really convenient that like Bib Fortuna is ousted, and now this bounty hunter has assumed control, and now all of a sudden these twins arrive. Like, it just feels it feels like a giant setup. Did and you I hear what I just said? No. And what I what I just said was they were allowing Bib to be there to be like the point guy. Oh, I heard that. I absolutely heard that. So that's the point. That. It's like so as soon as Bib was gone, they're like we have to head over there and establish dominance. So that's why, why this happened. It's kind of why I'm leading on the side that the mayor has some kind of involvement. Like the mayor, oh, I think the mayor clearly hired this bounty hunter like even if it's on behalf of the huts. I I don't think this mayor is as removed from the situation as your 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 kind of this bounty yeah. hunter? What bounty hunter? The 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 the, the assassin that well, well not bounty hunter but the assassin that oh, was in Oh, oh the group of assassins, the entire yeah. group? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but I think again it was kind of like when we had that argument about um who was uh who actually hired um Yelena, you know, was it Fisk <laughs> or was it um Eleanor? Well, it's like yes. well it was Eleanor through Fisk, so I, I guess matters. that's that's a semantic thing. Uh, yeah, you know? Exactly. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think in the end. I don't think it matters who you know did the paying. And I think that's so, the same thing here. I think yeah. it's just they're all in cahoots with each other anyway. So it's just like somebody hired them, and it doesn't really matter. It's just that nobody trusts Boba Fett. So they show up, and we get this whole thing back and forth about these twins, and I, I think it's hilarious. You've got these, um, the litter is carrying this platform with the two slugs on there, and yeah. they're just, they're just like, they are shaking. They can barely hold them up. I remember when, the, when they stand there and the guy's like readjusting it because he's about to fall over. It's just really funny. You got these two big fat things and, yeah, you know, I a group of like, like 12 guys holding it up. I didn't, <laughs> I, I did not find this part realistic at Neither all. Neither did I. There's um, no way that these that it would these take guys, twelve guys just to carry one of them. Please, yeah. All right, so even if there's That's like six funny. on each side, four in front, four in back. <laughs> so let's say at minimum, at minimum, there's twenty of them holding up these two giant slugs. There's no way. No, there's and it was it was made no of wood way. too, wasn't it? Because if it's made of wood, I'm, I'm surprised it didn't just break it. in the middle. It well, was you could buckling. See it bow, you could see it bow in the middle. <laughs> but I, was, I wasn't paying attention to it that hard, but if you saw a bowing in the middle, yes. yeah, there's, there's, there's no That's way. That's why it that was they, so funny. <laughs> there's no way that these guys are, are, are holding up these two huts. It's so unrealistic. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Chuck. This, I kind of noped out here. It was and ridiculous. I, was like, are you, I kept on thinking, I'm like, could it be? I mean, there was, I kind of think there was four on each side. Maybe there was six. I don't know. I think there was mm. like 12 or 13 guys total. And they weren't yeah. big dudes either. No, they were just they weren't, not at all. Regular just sized people. Yeah, they were just regular guys. Like if they right. had twelve guys that were just jacked. Maybe. Like if they okay. had, if Wookies. they had twelve, I was just about to say that if they had twelve Wookies, I maybe. would believe it. Right. I would. I would. I would have a really easy time swallowing that. But this, like, just mm -hmm. twelve 
random. What they should have done is they should just <laughs> they should have had two different carriers. <clears throat> yeah, two different platforms that were carried, one for each. Yeah, yeah, would made sense. Would have yeah, made that sense. way it was like okay, because they're they're just because they're twins does not mean they have to be like right next to each other the whole time. Right. No. What I did Kinda. miss is you know the little green dude that has that creepy laugh in Return of the Jedi that, <laughs> yeah. that wants to eat Jabba's tail. <laughs> the put, monkey they lizard. Should, yeah, they should have put him in, on the platform too, or one of them. That would have been funny. One of them. Yeah, that would have been funny. Oh man, what was? Oh man, he had a name, and it was like, um, oh, uh, Crumb, Salacious Crumb. That was his name. Yeah, he's a Kowakian monkey lizard. Sure. That's just that, cool. that's monkey lizard. Like I didn't see lizard at all in that. Like <laughs> what it looked like, but that's well, all you saw Kowakian. was his head. <laughs> well, you saw a little bit of his body when he's like, "Hey, hey, hey!" hanging from the ceiling after R two uh, shocked him. Yeah, sure. And we see we see them later on in uh, Mandalorian. We saw a few of them too. Anyway, so I thought one thing that kind of freaked me out, and it freaked me out both times. There's a scary freaking Wookie. That's part yeah. of their litter. And dude, I, I was like, every time he turned and looked, I was like, oh boy, I do not want to get anywhere near this Wookiee. Twelve of <laughs> them are- carrying the litter would have been fine. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but it was, great. but he comes around the corner and it almost reminded me of, um, you remember, I, I hate to bring it up, but do you remember Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes when Michael Clark Duncan played that ape and it looked like really cool and you're like, dude, like that would freak me out. That's what this that's what this guy kind of reminded me of. Oh my god. Like he was just a big dude and I'm like I am not going near him. Yeah. I so, was waiting for and, a, I, was, I was waiting for a Schumacher reference to be honest. Two of no. your favorite movies. Yeah, I know. Well, if anybody hasn't watched the pitch meeting for Batman You just sent those to me and I was like these are <laughs> Batman definitely and Robin. his favorite. These are definitely his favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I have to agree with um, Will on that one. <laughs> No, you deny one talk- it. Like he'll deny, deny it and deny it, but he he loves them. I <laughs> no, know him no, too I well. No, I hate Batman and Robin. Chuck's the one who quotes it all the time with a Schwarzenegger impression. You, I hate that movie. Yes, you, no, you don't. No, okay. no, Batman okay. and Robin. I, I will, I will say, I do. You're allowed like to have guilty pleasures. Batman, Batman Forever is something I will say is a guilty pleasure, just because, <laughs> just because it came out when I was a kid, and it was. I was like, oh my god, finally a new Batman movie, and I was excited for it. And as a kid, yeah, like, whatever. Watching it now, oh, right. It's even better for you, isn't it? It's even better, you know, it, but if you watch Batman better. and Rebin, the Batnips were even, even better. better. <laughs> I don't know if you, well, you've referenced it on here a couple of times, but just a, just a small recap, like, you've been desperately trying to justify these movies forever, and you're like, there's mm. this new deleted scene, I, and some new information, <laughs> like and if this was ago. a part of the movie, it would have been so much better, like, you're, you so desperately true. cling on to these movies, like, it oh, it's okay. I'm trying, to give, I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt here, okay? I mean, come on, the guy just died. Give him a little bit of credit, that's all I'm saying. I, I am sympathetic to his passing, and I'm sorry that it <laughs> happened, and I hope that it was peaceful, but no. I'm sorry, no. <laughs> On those two movies, no. Oh, man. So, anyway, the whole point we get here is, like, he has this conversation back and forth between, you know, my territory, no, it's my territory, okay. I mean, not really much comes out of this, it's just the huts trying to, you know, puff up their chest and, and you know, Boba just not backing down, so, basically... You know, the the the, the male um, hut there just says bloodshed's bad for business, so we'll just discuss this later. And then just turns around and leaves. Okay. 
Yeah. So, bloodshed's bad for business. That uh, didn't stop Jabba. <laughs> no, no. And it didn't like, stop them either. Like, they're basically no, saying, we're not, not done with all. this. We'll be back like, later bloodshed's with more assassins. Bloodshed's bad for business. Like, mm-hmm. like we, just, we just watched the mayor have a guy executed, and now the... the Bloodshed's bad for business. Like, eh. So if bloodshed's yeah. bad for business, then the way Boba Fett's doing it should work. When they're all telling him that you need to be, you know, mm-hmm. this tyrant that stomps his foot down, basically, and just, mm-hmm. you know. I'm really curious. Like, why wouldn't they just kill him? Like, right then and there. Mm. Like, he had, like, uh, let's be honest. Because then we'd be five episodes know. short of the, of the season. True. But, I mean, if you look at it realistically, like, what does Boba Fett have of any kind of value, like, to spare his life? He has I, I nothing. And he that's has more why of a storyline. The, he has more of a storyline in the entire Star Wars saga than these two huts do. That's why. Well, oh, saga? What saga? I the, whole, mean, the whole Star Wars universe. Yeah, you can't say saga, you know but more that's, about not, that's, Bo- not, that's not you true. You know more about Boba Fett. Than you do about these two huts. You said Star right. Wars universe, and again, you're mm-hmm. you're totally skipping um, the Clone Wars, which is considered canon. So, Fine. and the huts are very, very. I mean, especially Zero. Zero is is very like all over the place, but yeah, the no, huts. The, the huts. <clears throat> We're talking about these twins. We're not talking about the huts. These twins are part of the huts. Okay, but his point is. That Boba Fett has more of a storyline than these twins do, out of the entirety of Star Wars. That's his point, that, and he's that right. you know of because you haven't seen some of the other storylines. These twins. Where else do these twins show up? Probably Can you in say the Clone it right Wars. now. No, no, no. Probably. Can you say for a definitive fact right now that these twins show up anywhere else in Star Wars canon? I'll I'm be honest. Sure I did not show know up these the twins Wars. until this episode. Neither did I. And, and, any, and all Wars. the research that I did, nobody else really does either. So I've been watching the Clone Wars like minimally, like it's on in the background so I can pick up some basics and every now and again I go, ooh, ooh. So could I tell you if these specific twins are in there? No, but I'm pretty sure they are because se- I've seen like five different huts in the show. Okay, fine. You've seen huts. And I've, I'm We're pretty sure they brought these up. these twins. We're not I'm talking pretty sure about they the brought huts up twins. as a clan. I'm pretty sure they brought up the twins in the All Clone right, Wars. All right, fine, fine. I mean... If if Mike Either way, was here, he could tell you. Even but he's if not they here. bring up the twins in the Clone Wars, the animated series, they don't mm-hmm. have book after book after book like Boba Fett. <laughs> they weren't in the original. That's considered like, canon. <laughs> what? That's considered canon. Yes. Boba Fett is. You you ask anybody. Everybody knows who Jabba the Hutt is. But mm-hmm. if you ask anybody, who are the twins for the Huts? If they have not seen this episode. Mm-hmm. And you ask them, who are the twins for or the, the Clone Wars? And who's Boba Fett? They're going to say, I don't know who the twins are, but I know who Boba Fett is. Yes, because they've made live action movies about them already. And most people Because there's the live more action. history behind there's Boba, more history Fett Boba Fett than there are than about these, these two people. These two there's huts. more mystery behind Boba Fett than there Not is anymore. With, with anybody. Well, yes, there is. Because we still no, don't know isn't. how we got. We still don't know how. Like, if, you, if you're saying you haven't watched the Clone Wars and don't care about it, don't, don't consider it then we don't know how he got from little kid holding his dad's helmet or head in a helmet to who he became when we saw him with Darth Vader. Or, I mean, with Jabba the Hutt later on. I'm just saying there's a lot out there that we all don't know about because we haven't, like, watched the Clone Wars or some of the other extended universe stuff that is considered canon 
I think it's pretty self-explanatory that he grew up and became a bounty hunter. I don't think you need an active imagination to come to that conclusion, sir. No, but wouldn't you want to see a teenage Boba Fett? Yeah, fine. That's not the point that we're trying to make, though. The point that we're trying to make is that Boba Fett as a character has more history inside of the Star Wars universe than these twins do. That doesn't make any sense to me, but let's move on. So <laughs> okay. Boba's, Boba's back in the back to tank. More alliteration there. Actually, it's consonants. Um, and he's training with the, uh, the raider um, warrior there. Whatever, she, whatever you want to call her. Uh, the raider... Okay, Something. so you ready for this? Hold mm-hmm. on. I'm, I'm reading a little um, screen rant introduction here. Mm-hmm. The Book of Boba Fett introduces two twins representing the Hutt clan as the latest villain in the Menace Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Key word here, introducing. Yeah, which introduces means they have, into the live action. No. No, introduces Lee. Into the Star Wars universe, which means... They have never been part of the universe until now. Until now. So, I don't... For once, Lee has to walk something back besides just, he just won't, moving though. on. No, he won't walk <laughs> We're just going to start the next conversation. <laughs> He's just going to end it and go. <laughs> so. So. Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, that's where we were. So, um, basically, he's getting better training with them. And then, I don't know what happened. At one point, like a womp rat pops out of the sand or something. I don't know what that was. Um, but they they attack it down. And then it goes nowhere. It literally goes absolutely nowhere. And Why then don't you go like, back 30 years and ask Jabba's cousins? They might know. Yeah, maybe I will. Oh, wait, we didn't know him then. <laughs> he's not going to let this go. You guys, for... I'm sorry, for an entire season, series of Hawkeye, it was not allowed for me to let go of the whole issue with Jack. I am not letting this one go with, with Lee. There's a difference hey, between it with these characters introduced and... Hey, the difference is I was willing to walk that back. <laughs> I mean, it took yeah. six, seasons, six episodes, but I still walked it back. Ay, 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 ay. Huts. Sentient species, there's a ton of them. There's a ton of them. That doesn't mean anything. Uh-huh. Never tickle a hut. Never tickle a hut. In never case you were wondering. Okay. You should never tickle I wasn't, a hut. I, I wasn't wondering this. <laughs> I wasn't wondering this at all. Why don't you Wikipedia the twins? <laughs> he probably is on Wikipedia. Mm. They introduced them. In this one, which means they've never been introduced before. Because you can't reintroduce something. You can have an wow. encore. I'm like scrolling, when you see a movie I'm scrolling so, so, for, through I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you read, the, you read the synopsis of what this episode is, and the word introduction is in there. And for somebody who has, who's such a stickler for words and definitions, you're sure, like, in, <clears throat> in live action. Like, it doesn't say but live action. Yeah, I know, but you're talking about screen rant. You're talking about screen rant, which is not somebody, not like somebody directly there. Like, for example, it was Filoni saying, we introduced two new huts that we never talked about. They're descendants of blah, blah, blah from Clone Wars, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is. The point is. descendants of, so we may, I will give you this. We know who the huts are. Yeah. We might know who their parents are. We might know who his, their cousin is. 
In fact, we know who the cousin. We, we know is. who the cousin is. Mm-hmm. We've never been introduced to these two characters until now. Right. It just seems really odd that you you don't understand why we're saying mm-hmm. that there's more backstory with Boba Fett than there is these twins. Okay. I just, I find it really weird that you would say that makes no sense to you. I thought you said more backstory than the huts. No, than the twins. The huts okay. in this the episode. Get the off huts. of the huts and come on board with the twins. We're talking about these twins. We are not talking about the huts. We have never been talking about the huts. We've been talking about these twins the entire time. Well, actually, I moved on to the next scene. That's what of I did. You did. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't. I can't give you a definitive anything about that. Whether or not. Of the course twins... you can't, because there's no definitive information out there. Would you That's like my apology? Point. or are you going to keep cutting me off? What no, would you like? I... <laughs> <laughs> I can't give you a specific area where these twins may or may not have been specifically, but I can say I've seen many huts introduced. In the yeah, my point is there are tons of huts and we don't know unless we've followed it. So I'll say, let's just say for sake of argument, you know, I'm sorry that I argued about the, the potential possibility that these twins were introduced one way or another or not. So the point is we don't know. We really can't say anything about the huts as a tribe or family if we don't really know. But yeah, um... Now, Boba Fett, has, al- Why Boba don't Fett has always been a mystery. Same reason we don't know about like when Boba Fett goes to the bathroom. No. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. You're stretching. Why here. don't we know? You, you are really reaching. are stretching. You really are stretching. <laughs> you, you backstory. Think that tell backstory us is the same. Backstory is the same as knowing when a character goes to the bathroom. This is a stretch for you, man. Come on. I, you're saying why don't we know? My point is, there's a lot of stuff we don't know, and that's when we're when we're watching movies where they go back and forth between time and they're trying to fill in gaps. Here, everything is open and up for interpretation and up for you know some creative you know changes. And so you're absolutely you're absolutely know. right until fact is presented, and the <laughs> exactly of this whole thing is up until this episode, these two twins, the Huts, we're going to use their last name, the Huts. These two twins, not their whole family, not their whole tribe, just these two twins, have had no story up until now. Whereas uh-huh. Boba Fett has, has had a ton. And has now ton. we're getting a story, right? What? We've always known more about we've always known more about Boba Fett than we have these twins, even before this season. Even well, before abs- this this current series. We in fact yes, you knew we, so much more that you didn't even know these guys existed, but you knew about <laughs> Boba Fett. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So you guys is okay so um i don't know how else to say it i already said i already backpedaled here and you guys are still going so are we moving on or are we going to stay I'm, here i'm, I'm moving just on. End the podcast on. i'm right, letting chuck you. i'm no i'm letting chuck have his moment because we did give him a lot of grief for everything that happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> but there's Hawkeye. a big difference there between like uh this doesn't make sense and there is no clear difference day there is no difference here sir there is there there, there is zero between difference. backstories and, and lore that i mean we there is Whatever. no difference. We don't there read comics. No... We don't watch cartoons. So it how could we know it doesn't about matter. the past, It doesn't right? matter. It was, something, it was something plainly obvious that you and I both saw that he didn't. This is the same exact thing. It's something very obvious that we both see that you don't. So I'm so going to let this So if you never saw the movie El I'm Mariachi, allowing this man you... to have his moment. If this man wants to have his moment right now and bring you to task on this, let him do it, man. We, <laughs> okay. we, 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 were, we, were, we were hard. <laughs> Come on. Question. Have you watched Desperado? once okay now 
Did you watch El Mariachi? Yes. You did. You watched yes. El Mariachi, but did not watch Desperado. I think I've seen Desperado one time. Okay, El Mariachi was, was a lower budget, not even like Antonio Banderas movie, which was the original movie um, before that came out. Wasn't so, there another one? Wait a minute. Yes, wasn't there Once Upon a one? Time in Mexico was yes, the third okay. one. Yes, okay, so I've seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico. <laughs> All right, so El Mariachi, not many people have seen that, but you watch okay. the movie and you say, oh, well, since I never watched El Mariachi... I, you know, then I, I can just assume that none of this stuff was in there at all because I didn't see it. Right? But it exists. Oh, it exists. Right. I just could like very the easily, I could very easily go back and, 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 get, and get any other information or backstory that I want to because it exists. The point right. here is that these Hut twins do not exist outside of this episode. They have not been introduced. That's now, the entire The point. only reason I'm asking is, did you look it up? Did you yes, look it up I beyond looked it that? Up. I, lo- I said that. I said that like twice. I did research, and there's no- nobody else knows where these huts come from either. Okay, They're then. huts. You didn't that, that, say that's... you did the research? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did some research. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you looked, you looked at one article. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate I your can, contribution. I can, find, I, can, I can find more if you want me to. <laughs> so, he's in the back to tank. The back to tank. And again, we see this flashback of him training with this ra- this Tuscan warrior. Um, interesting thing is the Tuscan warrior is pl- uh, played by Joanna Bennett, and she is has done like stunt stuff for tons of movies. She was even like the stunt double for um, Captain Marvel and stuff like that too. Um, but anyway, that name. just kind of popped where, up. Where, where, no, I know her name from somewhere else. Um, she has been in some other stuff, like she's actually acted in. She's done it for yeah. like Aquaman. She stood in for Wonder Woman. Um, like she basically does all of those like stunt double stuff for all the the hero um women. Okay. I mean, it's we got Aquaman, Captain Marvel, Justice League, Wonder Woman. And, like, those are just the top four that pop up when you pull her up. But anyway, um, so she's there, and it's it's funny when they do this, just like what they did with uh, Captain Phasma where they grabbed like this like known actress and they hit her behind a mask the entire time and you see like an eyeball and that's it. The character yeah. is gone and never returns. Again, that's just a big poo-poo all over Last Jedi when they made Rise of Skywalker and just not even touched upon it. So, I don't know. I, the, the reason why the sequel trilogy is so such garbage is because you had two different directors that were just playing tug-of-war the entire time and it just ruined it. There was no consistency. They threw They threw stories out. And then, you know, like, what were they trying to do there? And that's why everybody feels like it's, you know, this um, back and forth, um, like, I don't know how else to put it. It is. It's it's garbage. I I, I think I said it, like, when we originally saw these movies, like, when I finally saw the final, you know, film in the sequel trilogy, I said, wow, the prequels look really good now. (laughs) Like, hands down. Hands down, oh, yeah. equals look amazing right now. Well, they did that. Um, somebody uh, did a meme recently, and it was looking at the Star Wars prequels after watching the sequels, and it was it was um, Thanos going, "Perhaps I've been too hard on you." Yeah, <laughs> it was great. So he's over there fighting around. We see this like speeder train. Basically, they call it a long speeder. Um, the Tuscans, and it's it's zooming through the desert. Shots are fired. Tuscan raiders are down. And that's pretty much what happens there. So he's kind of like helping people get to safety and kind of hide behind dead banthas. And then we see these bikers go by, which um, they're actually like Nikto miners. They're just miners going around, but they're they're jerks. They're on bikes. They we saw them like wrecking that um, 
that moisture farmer's place, <clears throat> you know, whether or whether or not it was the Lars farm still. What makes it, well, what makes it, well, I don't know if it makes it worse, but what makes it even worse is like they shoot and a couple of them, you know, take, take some shots and they're dead. And, and we see them, you know, the Tuscan Raiders burning bodies at the end of this. Yeah. They have their funeral. They don't fire. even like, like the people who were raiding, like <clears throat> not even raiding, like the people who were shooting didn't even go back to like loot or anything. Like it was just pointless killing. Well, I know, but we get, we understand that later on. We understand what that was later on because yeah. all we see from Tuscan Raiders is we see them shooting at anything that goes by them. And this is where we're trying to get a little bit more into it. And we're, we're kind of seeing their background is because when people go through, they just take what they want. They think they're just savages and they shoot them. So every time they see somebody come by, they pull out the guns and start shooting because they I don't are know, primitive. Man. I respect, I will not respect, <clears throat> but when you're talking about villains, if you're going to raid, if you're going to shoot and then go back and loot for whatever reason like that. I have a little bit more respect for that kind of a villain. That's not this, what they were doing. They were just protecting their train. In every the time first they place? go, yeah, the first every time, time they, the first time around, right? Because the know. Tuscan Raiders all grab their guns. The thing is, we don't know what happens, but every single time they see something come through, they get their guns out. So they're like, "Oh, there's guns on us. Let's shoot at them." This, you know, established dominance. Like this, this, the way that this thing started out looked more like a defensive thing than anything to me. I, I know, but that's the, again, what we've been seeing in a lot of these now is we're seeing the other side of the equation, because if we saw, if we were watching it from the other point of view, for example, oh, look, those Tuscan Raiders are out there shooting at us again, better get the guns out and shoot so we can make passage. If we saw it from that other point of view, I'm sure we would clearly see it that way. But the thing is, they've just always done this. When people go through, guns come out. Here's the time where we pull the guns out. It's just, it just... That's their normal everyday life, but we're know. seeing I still more see about them, it. I still see them more. I still see, you know, the Tuscan Raiders more um, sympathetic than I do anything else. It no, just, we do. It, it, to me, to me, it comes off as them always being on the defense before anything can happen to them. Like they want to be right. the ones to act first. You right. have to remember, they there was a whole tribe of them that was annihilated. Right. So they're probably mm -hmm. on the defense all the time because of something like that. <clears throat> right. Absolutely. But they were annihilated because they took the kid's mom and just killed her. Yeah, fine. Granted. Among um, other but, things, probably. But we, are, we already established that there are different tribes and not all of them are equal. I'm talking about this tribe specifically. We did not see them do anything to anyone else. To, no, to, we, we, we didn't we just, see it. I just, think, I just think this is more, it, 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 just, it comes off as a screen more as a defense. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm being biased because Boba Fett is involved with it and we already have like some kind of emotional attachment to that character. That could mm -hmm. be part of why I'm thinking this, but it's just, yeah. I don't know. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying what they keep showing in movies now is we can see both sides. Now, those Which guys, it, those guys in the train, they're, they're, they're spice runners. Okay, they're, they're bad guys. They're drug dealers. Okay, then. So let's move on. Um, Anyway, so Boba they sees the, the um, Dune universe into this. Of course they did. No, they've already <laughs> talked about spice since way before. I mean, remember um, what's his face there? Um, oh man, Poe. Poe used to be a spice runner, and now he's not Poe anymore. Oh no, no, he's not. Um, but then again, I mean, it's either you're a spice runner or a nerf herder, or I don't know what what else you do. Is he scruffy looking or no? No, he's not. No. Okay. Scruffy so, looking nerf herder. Yeah. So Boba comes up with this plan. <laughs> Who are you calling scruffy looking? Who's scruffy looking? Chewbacca. So, Chew 
Way. I know, I know. You're going into um, Clerks, oh, Clerks One, right? <laughs> was that the end of the movie or just in the middle of it? I don't remember. I think that's somewhere in the. I've middle. got that song. Uh, it's better than Berserker. So, um, Boa's plan is to come up and stop the train, right? So he's like talking to them, like speaking and doing sign language so they can kind of understand his language too. And this helps him out as he's speaking. I'm going to stop the train. They're like, you can't stop the long speeder. He's like, no, I'm going to stop the train. Give me a stick and a rifle and I'll be back by morning. So he heads out to Tashi Station. Ooh, Tashi Station. Now, have you guys watched the deleted scenes of New Hope? Where he has, you're talking about the scene where Luke has a conversation with his buddy about with his buddies, yeah, with his buddies at Tashi Station. Yes, yes. So the interesting thing is, we see these um, these bikers, these Nikto miners, um, that are messing with locals. Now, two of the locals, if you look at the subtitles here, they're Cammy and Lays. Those are actually two of Luke's friends from that deleted scene. Oh, really? In A New Hope. Yeah. So hmm. they brought those characters back. I mean, they're different actors because obviously it's, right. you know, many years later. 1977, they don't look the same right now. No, they no. would not. <laughs> but it was interesting that they brought them back in, that they brought the characters in just to be like, they're still hanging here at Tashi Station. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And it, cool. was, it was funny because if you noticed it, you know when you see... Um, there's there's a difference between background characters and then characters they that they want to you know show you. Yes. The way that they did the makeup and and the clothing and showed these characters was very much like you know her makeup was done like to the nines and you're like there's a there's something going to happen here either she's going to be a character that lasts long or it's a character we're supposed to remember. They weren't because they were deleted scene characters. I mean maybe they might pop up later on the show. But it's just the way that they look, they didn't look like background extras. To me, I agree with you 100%. I think we're going to see these characters again. Yeah, um, it, it's going to pop up. To me, this screams of, like, fan fiction. Oh, yeah. Like, if, like I fully believe 100% that there was somebody out there who, like, published a short novel and threw it up there on the internet about Luke's friends and, and like, their story. Like, I fully believe that 100%. <laughs> so, and this is just John Favreau's nod to that. Probably. I'm yeah. not, I, no, let me let me be clear. I don't know definitively whether or not something like that exists. I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if it did because of the amount of fan fiction Star Wars right. stuff that's out there. So that's 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 what I mean. You know, but it's funny because it, it, I was actually thinking about that. If you go on YouTube, there's uh, two shorts. One's called um, The Last Padawan and one's called The Last Padawan 2. Mm-hmm. Um, same, same guy. Um, he... It was a fan-made film, and it's... I think you know, I remember that. They actually did a pretty decent job. One's 20 minutes long, one's 50 minutes long. There's uh, a lot of there's a lot of fanfic stuff out there that is, like, cropped up over the past, like, 10, 15 years. That's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Like, even the guys, Batman versus Darth Vader was Yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah, we keep talking yeah, about it's that. Great. It's great. Have you guys watched... I know it's, it's comedic, but have you guys watched Troopers? Oh, my God. They're not actual stormtroopers. It's a no, farce. It's a parody of it. But they're actually hilarious. They even brought. Yeah. Um, I mean, they they bring in like real actresses and actors that we've seen from other stuff. Um, but it's actually pretty funny. If you get a chance, just you look up the, troopers. Uh, you see the meme. Speaking of stormtroopers, have you seen the meme of the uh, the male stormtrooper trying to pee at a urinal? And he's peeing on the wall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they can never hit anything they're aiming yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So. All right, so we get to this whole bar fight. I mean, that's what it is. It's straight up a bar fight. Boba comes in, sees them messing around, and just takes these guys out in total, like, epic bar bar fight fashion. Then after he's done with taking everybody down, takes a drink off the counter, 
drinks it, and then just moves on. Didn't steals their bikes. I love it. Oh, oh yeah. Like, he didn't say a word, didn't say thank you, Nothing. or sorry about the mess or anything. He just Nothing. took a drink, and he was like, ah, and then left. <laughs> well, you can't straight up, this is every, this is every, like, Clint Eastwood Western that, oh, yeah. that, you've, that you've seen back in the day. Oh, yeah. Like, the Duke, like, the Duke's coming in, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Take a shot, you know, kiss the girl, walk away. Like, this is every Western. It's It was phenomenal. It was fantastic. But usually, the th- that's the thing that's the difference, though, is usually, you know, he'll say something like, sorry about the mess, and flick them a coin or something. Yeah. But that's not what happened here. He just drank it and just moved on. And the weirdest <laughs> thing is the guy behind the bar didn't even, like, flinch. He was just like, uh-huh. He's probably used to it, though. Probably <laughs> common. Probably, yeah, really probably a common thing. <laughs> Oh, but it was just, it was funny to me that he didn't even move. I'm like, that just seemed odd. Like, he's just sitting there just like, you know, cleaning glasses or whatever and moving on. Anyway. Um, so he brings all the bikes back. He's got them all, like, tied together with ropes and just drags them back. I'm like, okay, that was creative. We'll do that. Hmm. Um, but they get into this whole thing right now where they're going to, and, and again, like, before in the first episode, we saw a lot of back and forth between what's going on and, you know, like the current time and then what's happening here and so at this point i really expected us to kind of go back to what's happening but no they were just done they didn't go back at all the beginning was just the beginning they never went back better Mm -hmm. i enjoyed it so much better Um, the only reason why i i didn't is because i feel like it's inconsistent with the first episode and that could be because of the director just because you have a back and forth, back and forth, and this one's not even a back and forth. It's just straight, it's basically straight through. Here's the introduction, and then here's the whole backstory. So I just think as far as, like, a, from a cinematic standpoint and balance, I think they lost it here. But I don't. I, I was very interested in seeing this story, like you said, seeing this story more than um, the current day story. But I think the, I think doing it this way makes a lot more sense for a television show like this to split so the episode you, to, to split the episode in two. You can so have do you the think first, they're going to go the other way now? On the next I have episode? no idea. I I'm, mm. I I would I would very much prefer if they stuck with this format. Well, of course, because you don't like the, the you don't like the new story. <laughs> well, not even. I just think it makes a little bit more sense than to jump back and forth. Like if you okay, so you're watching the way that it was done last week where it's like back and forth between present day and past. And it's like you, you build up this moment in the past and then, oh, we got to cut right back to present day. And it's kind of like a little mini cliffhanger that happens within the episode. And I I don't like that kind of thing. I would much rather see the events play out in their entirety. So I really appreciate this. Even if, if I... Or if there's a lull in the in the in the <laughs> each setting, cut back and forth during the lull, not during that... Fine. I you would know, not I would even that appreciate that, part, but that's right. not that's really not what they did last week. No, I I like this a lot better because even mm. though I'm not super invested in what's happening present day, it's still important, and I still do want to see what happens, and I would much prefer seeing that play out in its entirety uninterrupted. Yeah, same as the things that happened in the past. I like the way that they did things here much better than I do did last week, and I so. like that the. In this case, the past was more the primary story and the yeah. present is the secondary yeah. story. I prefer that than the other way around right now. So do Only I. Only because, you know, as much as we know about Boba Fett, we, there, there are a lot of holes that we don't know about. And these are filling in those holes. And I'd rather mm-hmm. have that, you know, than just guessing the whole time. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> so we, we get into this whole, like, we're gonna, like, they're trying to take it apart. Right, they're trying to take up take apart the speeders, and of he's like, no, 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 no. Te- technology's good. Again, we're it's like Amish people teaching them, hey, just 
let's just learn how to adapt and get used to the technology. Um, so they're like smacking it with sticks and trying to pull it apart. He goes, no, 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 I'll show you how to ride this. We'll use this to stop the train. So they get into like this um, montage of like showing how to do stuff. But before that, he's, he's sitting down. He's like showing them the very basics of how it goes. This is forward. This is back. And then he, start, he gets really goofy. And for some reason, he looks like my uncle. And he just goes like a bantha <laughs> and he's like trying to make a joke and it's just not it's not hitting no. <laughs> he's like okay whatever <laughs> which i thought was very much out of his character but then again very out of the... character very then, out of character i was like it, what, what? it was out of his character but i was wondering if it was just i mean if it yeah, was just so him tuscan, trying to the be the tuscan raiders human. are acting out of character than what we know as well too true so, so. i i think that's why and I was again, like, maybe they're trying to show us a little bit more of his to last humanity. Week's argument too, discussion. We really don't know what his character really is. We have assumptions because he's a bounty hunter or was a bounty hunter. Um, we think we know everything what his that we know. Is. Everything that we knew about Boba Fett up until this moment was he was very, like, very cut by numbers, very matter of fact, a a a a bounty hunter, and very. St- Stoic in the way that he operated. Now all of a sudden we're seeing him making, you know, jucking and jiving motions on top of a speeder, and it's real. It's weird to see. <laughs> it is weird to see. It is very weird it's to see. Weird, just... But he was though. He was on top of this thing like, I, come on, like a bantha. Like you just did it. Like it was so <laughs> weird to see him do this. Like it does not match up with his character at all. I, was, I know. Uh, but that's. Eh. I think that's why they didn't laugh at it because it was just. Like neither, like we didn't laugh at it either. We were. Very I didn't confused. laugh at it. I didn't think this was funny. <laughs> I don't even remember it to be honest with you. I thought it was. Oh, honestly, it thought out. it was kind of dumb. <laughs> it stood out. But um, anyway, I think the part so, when the cliche part where the Tuscan Raider gets onto the bike and then he yeah, you know, goes backwards. Yeah, it goes backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, goes backwards. <laughs> that stood out. It's just, but it was, it was obvious. We saw it coming. That's when they get into this training slash planning montage. Here's what we're gonna do. Um, teaching them how to how to ride it how to jump from one to the other, um, teaching the little kid how to use like a, a, a mirror for a signal, you know, kind of coming up with this whole game plan. And then the trains are coming. Here we go. Now hang we're going to go into on, another. Hang on. One thing that I did think was hilarious, the way that it played out, was you saw, I don't know if it was one Tuscan Raider or if it was like a couple of them and they were just jumping back and forth between oh. them. Yeah. But it showed <laughs> when they were trying to jump from one speeder to another. And every time they did, like they're going slow enough that if he falls, it's not really going to hurt you. But every time mm-hmm. he fell, he was like a dead body on the ground, just like motionless. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Didn't no, one of I, them drive over? The first time, one of them drove one over One of them him. drove yeah. over him. He, he hit him. <laughs> no, then there was there was another one. Remember the other one who jumped over it, landed it, and then jumped off anyway? Because he, yeah. he, was, he was just surprised that he landed. He's like, oh, uh, I thought we were supposed <laughs> to jump off. But it, I just thought it was funny. Like every time they did it, they like show a cut. Of of the Tuscan Raider like falling on the ground and he's just motionless. <laughs> like he doesn't pop back up, he doesn't sit up to let everybody know he's okay, just motionless. Like yeah, he had been shot going. by a gun. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. I'm sure if you fell, you'd be like you'd take a moment just to kind of sit there, especially if you I, land on your head. I, let me tell you something. I have Sand taken or not. some I have taken some serious spills at going ridiculous speeds on a bike when I was a kid. I never mm-hmm. laid motionless. I always got up, ow, anything something like that. I never just lay there. Never. That that's no, never, never for been a long a thing. time, but they weren't like just like staring they at were them motionless. to see if they'd move for they 10 minutes. They were laying there motionless. <laughs> All right. 
So the trains are coming, bikes are out, snipers are in place, right? And they they hop onto the train. I mean, kind of cut through it. We know what's going on. It's like any train heist. They shoot, they shoot, they shoot. They come over here, they jump on. Some fall off. Okay. I think it's really funny that everything here, even before when when they first had the first shootout with the um the speed train. And this scene right here, everybody's shooting 10 times better than stormtroopers. I think it's really funny oh, yeah. that that's the case. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the case, they can't, they can't all be uh, Mayfeld. Anything they aim at. I just think, I think it's hilarious. I mean, think about it. Even when Finn becomes part of the rebellion, in the, he never hits anything with the, with the gun. No. no. Never. No, that's why he used a lightsaber. Sure. So. <laughs> Once a stormtrooper, always a stormtrooper. I guess mm. so. So they're on top now. They're doing it uh, on top of the train fight. We've seen this before as well. Um, you see later on at one point when a few get knocked off and some and um, the other one jumps onto it. That there's a droid at the helm of this thing. I was laughing my butt off at the droid who's frantically trying to figure out how to like help in any way that he can. Mm-hmm. And can go faster. So he's like diverting power and speeding up. Okay. And then he does it some more, more power to basically blast them off the top. Let's go even faster um, and, you know, blast a few of the T- Tusken Raiders. And then um, at, finally, the last big blast, they all kind of hide behind the door and it takes out one of the bad guys that was chase- that were chasing them on the top. So he goes up and he strop- stops or he tries to stop the train and the droid, like as he gets in there, the droid just pieces out, just jumps right out the window and then says something in droid speak and then crawls away. He's just like, I'm out. Sorry, whatever. I tried. Uh, not dealing with this. You guys have fun. Um, I always find takes- it really interesting, like, within the Star Wars universe, why certain droids are programmed to think independently. Mm. And, like they, a- and they just, yeah. And some oh, aren't. They all have yeah. emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it isn't. Well, Especially I think- 3PO. I don't know. I, that, it's it's most one of those of little things are. that's always really interested in me about the Star Wars universe. Like, why not just program them all to obey? Like, right. be a robot. Like, I don't right. know. Like, I get the point of I get the point in giving like C three PO and R two D two a lot of personality because they're main characters. Like, I understand why they did it. It's just mm-hmm. like, hmm, okay. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong because I just I I'm getting things a little bit confused now. In the Mandalorian, was there an episode where? There were a bunch of droids that kind of banded together to fight against the enemy. No, the huts were not in the Mandalorian. Okay, no, this was in the Clone Wars. Uh, it was actually kind of a cool episode, but there were these droids that. Are you talking um, about? Are you talking about the episode? I seem to remember there being like a clan of droids that were like underground, and there was like a lava lake or something like that that they were on a boat with. Is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. In the there, Clone but, Wars, but wasn't there? Was an there they were. They were. They were. No, I'm. They were in a tunnel, and I think they they were trying to escape. You're talking to Mandalorian? Yeah, I don't I don't remember them trying to escape from people. I think they were trying to escape from droids. Mm, no. Nope. No, I know the lava the lava lake or river was something else. They had they had the R2 unit that was there that had legs but there and were, it was like but, the gondola ride and then Yeah, but they weren't they were there was like a thing where it was time sensitive for them to get away and it was like mm-hmm. A combination of a couple of different things like the boat was on fire and like getting ready to yeah. sink into this lava and then there were like i just for some reason from that episode i seem to remember they were trying to run from like a clan of droids that had like banded together no okay. no <clears throat> anyway um so boba uses a stick basically stops the train trains down we find out um as he's sitting there talking to some of the the you know aliens that were running that ship they're pikes 
and um, they're carrying spice. So, sure. well, it's, it's funny because the guy's playing so dumb. What is spice? He goes, I, I don't even know. What does that look like? And as soon as he says that, <laughs> like this, this case opens up and spice goes flying everywhere all over the Raiders. And he's like, yeah, it looks like that. This isn't yeah. looking very good for you. <laughs> no. So long story short, he basically tells them they no longer have free passage there. They can't go through that place and just take whatever they want and do whatever they want because this is their home and they're going to they're going to fight for it now. Right. So he tells them, go on your way. They're like, oh, we'll starve. Or we'll die of starvation and, and thirst. He's like, no, we'll give you a bantha. You can drink their milk just like these people do. You'll survive. And that's pretty much that. So they move on, but they they crack it open. There's a bunch of water in there. There's basically a bunch of stuff that they can use. There's water, there's spice, there's supplies, whatever. Now they have all these gadgets, and they've got machines. Cool. Yeah. So good for the Tuscan Raiders. So the chief looks over and gives Boba a gift. And I, and I, I think it's actually kind of funny. He's like, oh, because you're a good guide, and this gift will guide you as well. And he takes it, and he goes, oh, a, a lizard. Great, I will uh, let it guide me. Like, right? He he, he was being serious, but you could tell he was kind of like, "Oh, goody, yeah." Gee, thanks. Like, I, I'm gonna use this. Like, like, my first thought was something I have to what? Like, not let die. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Let's see how how well that lasts. I thought he was actually gonna say, "I'll I will." See if I can make it live. Like, like how they keep give it you, alive. Like how they give you an egg in grade school and you have to keep it for a week. Oh, I never had that. We had, we did that. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, that, that never happened to me. Anyway, so he gets the lizard. He blows, the, the chief blows dust in his face, and the lizard just crawls up his nose. Okay. Yeah. Not like Sorry. anything we haven't seen in sci-fi before. And then he, and he starts tripping. Hard. And he gets these, he starts walking out out into the middle of the desert. He has these flashbacks. We don't know what's real and what's a flashback. Flashbacks of, you know, um, I think we see his dad's head again. You know, he goes up to this big tree and we see red eyes everywhere. I'm like, oh, are these the red eye Jawas again? What's going on? It, it was very difficult to understand. Basically, the whole thing was he was going through this thing. He was imagining he was back in the Sarlacc stomach and then he grabs a piece of the branch, snaps it off, and then returns the next morning with the stick. So we find out that the whole point of this was just for him to select a stick to make his stick. So they, they had him trip and, and have a, a trip out in the, well, in the it's desert. A special, it's a special stick. It's a very special stick. Sure. I know. But I'm it's like, I, I, I thought it was going to go somewhere else and not just be like, this is going to guide you to find your stick. It's like, this is going to guide you to something else. No, no, it's just so he can find this weapon, which. Well, I um, mean, I, I haven't seen of, him. It kind He's not of using it now. It kind of explains why he's having flashbacks in the back to tank a little bit. Okay. Okay. If you want to, if you want to look at it that way, it's kind. Of, I mean, well, what else are you this, gonna do with the back? Maybe tank? maybe this just could be one of those things. Like you clearly need you clearly need some type of guidance. Here's what we do so that we never forget like where we came from, what we've done. It's very Native American. If oh you yeah, think no, of it that's that way. So yeah. that's 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 the way that I took it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but That's it's, the way it's that I took it. Sci-fi Native American. So but, he gets back, gives him the stick. Lizard go back, goes back into the box, and they have this montage of them ceremonially dressing him so he can look like Uncle Fester. Right. So that's what we get, and it's it's so weird and ritualistic the way they're doing that. He's just standing there like, I accept this. It looks like they're dressing up like some you know Vatican priest. <laughs> it was weird, and. 
So then they go through a stick building, you know, in very great detail montage, which you I thought was kind of cool. Of, it reminded me of um, when they were dressing up Ronan in. Yes, um, absolutely. Guardians of the in Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So same idea, but now they do this whole stick building thing. So he goes off and he builds a stick. It was kind of cool to see how they how they build stuff out in the, you know, the desert. And, um, all that, yeah, you know, between like shaving, carving, heating it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. And then after that, they all dance around the fire and have this big ritualistic dance. Kind of fun. Hmm. I thought the ritualistic dance around the fire at the end, I wouldn't have ended it there. It just seemed like a real meh ending to me. Well, I mean, it was their vi- it was their victory dance. It was their vic- exactly. It was their victory dance, man. I know, but I would have much rather heard Yubnub or something. You know, it's just. <laughs> See, you wanted to end goofy, like no, like a lot no, of Star I'm, Wars I'm, things I'm, have. Like, I'm making on. a joke. I'm making a joke. Okay, I'm just fine. saying. They're I'm just saying for for a Mandalorian, Boba Fett. You know, so far what we've seen from these shows ending, it just it just lacked an actual ending. It just seemed like it ended on a really weird spot. I thought it was perfect because it. They yeah, had the what's more? Dance what's and it more? Was over. What's a better ending than hey, where we we won this, we're victorious. They're going to leave us alone, and our people are kind of safe now. And now we are going to celebrate. What's more? That's a great ending, man. Yeah, it just didn't seem like a celebration. It seemed it seemed very just ritualistic and slow paced. They're that's dancing. The I it's a, okay. Yep. What's more? <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm just, that's my opinion. That is just okay. how I felt about it. I felt just like, it was like, eh. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a cliffhanger. It wasn't like we saw something cool happen. It's just like, okay, they, they dance around a fire. I liked it. I liked it, I liked it. It ended on a positive note. I liked it. Yeah, me too. I don't know. But, I mean, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the whole thing. It's just, I, I like this episode much better than last week's. Me too. Really? This had me this had me gripped from so, um begin so, almost beginning to end. It yeah, was so much for, better. It was better paced. Yep. The, the 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 story of what's going on with him in present day looks like it's actually going somewhere and now we have this whole mystery about the mayor and what his what he's actually doing and now we got introduced we got introduced to these twins. <laughs> um everything everything with his backstory and the Tuscan Raiders and the way that it ends so positively was fantastic i i thought this episode was much better than last week's i loved so, it yeah there you i go. hope next week does a little better what i would say this week too is take some time and go uh they're, they're not the best quality because they're obviously they're fan movies but they did a pretty good job the last um, Padawan. go and watch the yeah. last Padawan on youtube they did a pretty i'm actually good job gonna do it. that i'm actually yeah. gonna do that don't go into it with like high expectations because oh, of course not if it's fan made i'm not i i know where made. i, I know have, where my expectations have to be for fan made stuff i will say this in the in the and Padawan, I didn't fully watch the first one, um, but the second one I did watch fully, and they have a pretty decent saber battle in it, and I liked it. Hmm. They did a really good job. So some of those, some of those fan made lightsaber battles that are on YouTube look amazing. They're some intense. of them are fantastic. Some of the ones that came out like 15 years ago were yeah. actually pretty cool, and we're seeing yeah. how they've advanced now. So it's just they've been doing like once they figured out how to do After Effects and get the rotoscoping to work. It's like people are just going nuts with it. These mm-hmm. these you know super fans. So it's nice to see where now that that technology is like easy to do. It's just it's just like um uh I forgot what it was called. They were doing it forever. The whole face mapping thing that people were doing. Uh, what are they calling it? 
deep fakes deep fakes yeah it's just like that it's like once they figured out they can do that and anybody can yeah. do it they just went all out yeah so yeah some of the some of the star wars stuff that people are doing is you see the ones where the two guy or the guys they go into a, a, a walmart and they take the toy the, the lightsaber toys out and then they actually ignite them and have like a fight through walmart and the cops show up and everything it's actually That's pretty weird. funny That's anyway so weird. But anyway, uh, this is another long one. So um, I think we're going to uh, cut to the end here. So, um, yeah, you guys really love this episode. I just I don't know how I feel about this whole series right now. Maybe it's just the emotional state that I'm in this week. I don't know. But (laughs) or whatever emotion I'm at. I'm not saying I'm emotional. It's just more of I don't know where I'm at because I just didn't really get excited about it. So we'll see what happens next week. Um I don't know what I'm more excited about right now as far as um, movies that are coming out or already shows. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, not excited maybe just... about Morbius because that got pushed back till April. Oh, did it? Yes. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, whatever. Um, I did see that they, they do have a uh, new Captain America movie slated for 2023. Um, really? So we'll see. That yeah. I didn't see. Yeah, I'm not sure how true it was but it did pop up with a few things and i and they had like a fake trailer for it that was like oh, just showing did clips you say from the captain other stuff america too. movie yes yeah. not on the moon the new captain america captain falcon oh okay so say, oh. didn't didn't chris evans like say he's not doing it anymore well yeah but that's why anthony mackie stepped in you really believe that he's not going to do it anymore in one way or another once he, he comes back from the moon he'll be back he'll be back Fly me to the moon. Okay, so anyway, um, we're going to end this one, and we will catch you guys next week. Um, so I will say um, in Hatiz, mi jusku, which means goodbye. I'm just going to say goodbye. Well, you can yeah, I'm going to say have a good one, everybody, like I always do. Bye. Bye. <laughs>